Hello everyone and welcome once again to Marketing Meanders with Sally and Sam and this is part two of our budgeting podcast episode. So last time we looked at uh, the overall idea of marketing budgets and why they're important, how you should use them and today in the second part we look a bit more at why we need to consider human resources with budgeting so the time and the opportunity cost that you have in terms of your uh, your team's resource or your own time of course in, in budgeting uh, for your marketing uh, and then looking also at how you can be inventive with your budgets when when they are perhaps under pressure and cut and and when we need to perhaps focus more on the activities that we are taking part in and the the expenses that we are um, outlaying there the, the amount of investment we have to make in uh, outsourcing for example how can we make the most of that when budgets are actually under pressure and then why you should uh, look forward to setting your budget. How can you get into a space where no longer do the numbers seem terribly impenetrable and uh, worrying and uh, boring? You actually feel like you happy, are happy to get on with your, your marketing budgeting and you look forward, you relish the moments when you can get into that spreadsheet and, and plan everything in. What sort of state of mind do you need to be in and, and how do you get to that place in terms of the practicalities? So uh, listen out for that very carefully, He's got some very good advice on that. Um, I hope you enjoy it very much. But at the same time, if you are, if you are, the more comfortable you get with your budget, and the more you don't worry about, you know, working out what return on investment, and the more you've got a nice spreadsheet that will do it for you if you've set it up properly. Mm. Um, you shouldn't. It shouldn't be an alarming, scary thing to do if people come and say. Well, what, what's, what on earth is the return on this? Because actually, if it's happily bumbling away behind the scenes in this nice spreadsheet, because you're just adding figures in, you can just pick it up and go, oh, the return is this. And the return, and actually, it's not quite as good as it should be, but the return on this is better. If we balance the two out, we're getting the right return. Mm. So that's why you need a nice spreadsheet. The other reason it's good to go and talk to finance is that, boy, can finance do really magic things with spreadsheets? That I mean, some of it's a dark art. Some of it, you just think, you mean I just have to put the figure here, and it changes everything else, yeah. and it can be astonishing. Yeah, yeah, and that's that quite. It's quite often a thing. I, I think, again, I mean, and it's not not done in a in a sort of cynical way, but I think actually reaching out gen, genuine interest for your your finance colleagues, and and it may be somebody who's you know they're not they're not the head head honcho there, but they're they're someone who who does lots of the things, lots of the spreadsheets. You show some interest in what they do and they say, yeah, I've got this spreadsheet here, which they never would have thought to share with you and that you could adapt. And I remember having conversations with people about saying, well, you know, it, it's just when you get into the nitty gritty, when you really have to. But I mean, it'd be best to do it when you don't really have to early on, just sort of saying, well, hang on a minute. So you've got we both use the same purchasing system. And but you you use this clever little gimmick, gimmick this clever little uh, gadget here to, to, to work this out and forecast, say. And you go, oh, I've been doing it, you know, all by, by, hand, well, by hand. And with a calculator. Yeah, using my calculator. And I, this will be so much better. Can I, can I adapt a version of this? And they go, okay. And they might feel quite, I mean, you know, flattered or, or, or you know, happy that you're showing an interest and that yeah. you've both got a mutually beneficial thing. Because I think, again, it's this thing of, you know, um, clearly people and teams are different, but hopefully in a sort of progressive organisational culture, 
everyone can reach across and can learn from each other and feel like you're all trying to row in the same direction. But <laughs> we know that, you know, team people and teams are dysfunctional and organisations are dysfunctional to limited degrees at different times. But there is that problem, isn't there? Sometimes the, these, these, these Chinese walls effectively can, can come yeah. up, aren't they? And, and you don't share enough. Exactly. I mean, you can get to astonishing positions. You know, I've been desperately trying to row my boat which was just with one oar and it was being, it's getting really tricky. I keep going around in circles, but it's really hard. And the next minute you go into finance and I'll say, why are you only using one oar? Look, mm. well, I've only got one oar. And all of a sudden they'll go, no, if you just pick this up and plug it in here, you've got two. Yeah. And yeah. so it's the easy, they don't, it's not without being mean, they just don't realise that you don't know this little widget of a bit thing that you can, a macro that you can put on your spreadsheet that'll make it all clear up at the end of the month. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and I think uh, along with that theme as well, it's sort of, it, it, you know, saying a lot about meeting halfway and, and sort of showing an interest. And, and I think actually doing something which, you, you know, it enables them to, um, you know, if you do, I say do some of the work for them, but you know, you, you help paint a picture for them and then they, it gives them a, a better idea of how to manage things. You know, I'm talking about the low level, like on an ongoing basis and explaining rather than just a number on a line, uh, again, about, you know, something you're doing, you're saying, you, you, you just, in a very informal way, say, oh, by the way, yeah, that's that new thing we're trying, which is that, I don't know, it's a chatbot. Oh. Uh, which is uh, or chat assistant whatever that we're, we're trying out and, and and that's been really good so far and you're giving them you're letting them into your world a bit and they're letting you into their world and yeah that's it's right really, it's really important isn't it to, to, to have and you'll we'll find that the moment you start making that work your budget will be something that you genuinely look forward to doing because there is something deeply satisfying and it takes a long time when you're setting up for the next year and it's hard work and there's a lot of faffing about and filling in spreadsheets and it is a bit of a fiddle but there's nothing better than when you've done it and you've and you can the whole you and your whole marketing team can go look we've got this it all connects it's got a sheet that reports it all at the front and we can proudly go to your your senior leadership team and say this is what marketing is next year yeah exactly and, and it's what's wonderful isn't it to get that sense of uh, not just relief but contentment isn't it really so you feel oh, like yeah. you've done you've done the right thing and then once you've set it up in a, in a good system you're doing all your reviewing on a regular basis then you've got a system haven't you then which yep. which is more robust and you can use go, going forward and and it helps with the times the times of trial as well doesn't it which um which, which are going on and it was something i wanted to try and um cram in actually here which i didn't get to before which, which is about what's happening in the wider world of budget cuts in marketing and just three interesting points, really, which I found on um, uh, this website, uh, which is called what the Marketing Dive, or just sorry, MarketingDive.com. So it's a very really interesting article. This one in particular about uh, this guy's writing, saying that he thinks there's three common mistakes which CMOs are making in regards to budgets right now and into 2021. And one was well, it's don'ts actually. I mean, it sounds a bit negative, obviously, but he's saying the don'ts are. Don't apply uh, a level cut across all your marketing activities if you're desperate to, to cut. Don't choke off investment in innovation uh, in marketing. And don't mistake cost for value in, in multi-channel budgets, which seems to me some very sage words of advice, really. Uh, Absolutely. I, I mean, if you, if you just go, oh, well, I'll just take 15% off everything, that's more than foolish because that's not how things work. If, it, that's, if you can prove that 
everything gives exactly the same return, then fine, yes, take 15% of everything. But it's clearly never going to be the case. It's very tempting because if you're under a lot of pressure and they want <clears throat> the cut done now, you think, oh, I'll just take 15% off the bottom line, that'll be right. But actually, you're just building up problems for yourself further down the line. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's, it is that... Uh... Um, oh, I'm going to pantomimes again, King the Goose that lays the golden egg and everything. But you, you can end up, you know, if you, if you choke off uh, and, and, and attack your, your marketing uh, viciously, you know, I mean, I mean you know, clearly if, if a firm is in real dire straits, then there's, there's probably other conversations to be had other than let's just cut our marketing budget. Because that's not, that's never going to yield enough and you'll get into a, a vicious circle of yeah. decline, won't you? You know, de ever declining, uh, ever decreasing circle. Um, but, but as you say, yeah, again, it, it, this all just comes back, um, all, all, all those three things really to, I mean, he says about prioritizing, but as we've been saying, it's about planning and, and having some structure there to go back on. If you've kind of relied on saying, well, I've got a pot of, let's say a hundred grand again for the year and you've gone, well, we'll do a bit of this now and we'll do a bit of that later and we'll wait to see what happens with this and we'll do this and we'll do that then clearly it's going to be far harder to, to, to justify or not justify, you know, doing anything. You will probably go, oh, yeah, just lop off 50% uh, <laughs> yeah, of the board. Doom, yeah. Done. There you go. Uh, and you'll probably go, oh, yeah, no, no, we shouldn't spend any money on that innovation stuff because that's not worth anything. We don't know if it's going to yield anything at all. But, yeah. but it's almost like you know, they say in um, personality types, don't they? I think with uh, uh, the, the, the NEO report, if anyone's ever done one of those of their personality type, uh, at points of stress, we all revert to our type or more of our, our type, our typical reaction to things, which again is common knowledge, but it's almost like with budgets and marketing teams, isn't it? If you get constrained, you should really just be sort of, I suppose, shrinking down proportionally, you know, as in different channels yep. effectively to, but to still be operational and functional, not to just say, well, I'll just lop my leg off. And I'll just, yep. you know, we'll, we'll just, we'll just stop that. So we're just hopping around in a circle, right? Or maybe the, I'm going analogy crazy today. You know, <laughs> well, I'm going to add another one now. You need to make sure that you don't cut off the branch you're sitting on. Yes. Yes. All so. of those. And it's easy to do. I mean, I mean, you've got a really good point about not cutting off innovation because it's all, oh, it's untrusted. We don't know what's going to work or not. If you don't try it, if you don't sometimes step out of the lane you're running in, you are going to get left behind in the future because your competitors, they are stepping out of the lane they're running in, or the lane you're all running in, they've gone over here. And actually, it's got, the more they get ahead, the more money and effort and expense you're going to have to spend catching up. Yeah, exa exactly. That, that's it, isn't it? And it's just so true. The, 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 the whole thing of, well, we'll just retrench where we are and that'll be yeah. safe for now for this year. But as everyone keeps on saying, I mean, it's, it's repeated so much, the whole thing of, you know, um, disruptive um, technology, disruptive um, influences are happening in the world. And, you know, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, um, the, you, you've got to have that, you know, having your radar out there to sort of see what's happening and also just the way in which you're trying to innovate that you're trying to answer your customer needs in a more effective way aren't you the whole time and and yeah if you just cut that off and 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 you know perhaps um perhaps you know you've you've got an agency perhaps you've got uh, individuals in your team who are the sort of the innovative innovation team and you say well we've just got to you know very sadly sort of let them go and let all that work go completely it's like it's insane in a way, isn't it? You're just sort of you're removing your eyes to, to, to what might be happening. And particularly if you're in a, I say that, 
you could be in an incredibly traditional industry, you know, uh, whatever it might be. We haven't talked about handbags for a while, have we? But oh, no, exactly. um, you, you could be there and then you'll, you'll miss out on opportunities. You'll, you'll not think about them properly. Um, yep. and, and, it, and it actually, I think the thing about teams leads me to just, just to mention the, the idea of we, we've talked an awful lot about budget and money. But I mean, I liked it when I used to work for the economics consultancy, talking about opportunity costs all the time and, and talking about, you know, human resource. Because yeah. again, I mean, obviously it's, it's, it's dreadful for, for anybody and everyone who, who is very sadly, you know, hanging hours cut or, or losing their job, being, being laid off. I mean, that we all, you know, a number of us have been there in the past and it's not a nice place to be. And the heart goes out to everybody who that might be happening to now. Um, but, but in particular, if you're keeping your team uh, and you're doing less, you have less money to spend. It's almost like how you then need to say, well, what's the best we can get out of the time we have, you know, and can we do more stuff which doesn't cost in inverted yep. commas uh, literal budget, uh, but it costs us time, of course. But so investment in time is very important to consider, isn't it, yeah. with, with these times? And I think that, I think you're absolutely right. Time you forget how much time can be, time can be spent. Like we all worry it's very easy for the whole team to go oh we've got a content strategy that i'm not meeting but it doesn't matter that's all right we'll be fine actually perhaps now is the time to say brilliant we are all going to concentrate on content we're all going to produce one really good bit of content once a month that's how we we've, you know you can't do we're not doing these advertising campaigns we've got rid of this agency that's doing xyz for us and we're not going to suddenly panic and say, oh, my God, we've got to do everything now. This is ghastly. We're going to just concentrate on doing content. Now, here we go. Off we go. This is how we're going to function and spend your time differently. So don't spend time briefing an agency. Spend time writing a bit of content that might work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I suppose that's where if, if you are being pushed all the, uh, to, to a large degree and, you know, you, you retain your innovation budget, but it has a bit that's where a lot of innovation comes, isn't it as well? I mean, people actually being able to, uh, you know, to try new things and, and, and to, to upskill, um, again, a word I don't like, but I use quite a lot because it's quite helpful. Um, but to, to, to learn, you know, to invest in learning and, and so much learning these days, you could do yeah. for free almost, can't you? Or yeah. Entirely for free. Take, you could, you could create, I mean, to be honest, as a manager, you could, um, just from the website, you could, um, curate a selection of um, articles etc for people that could put a learning package in for your for your members of your staff and say look we have now got less to do but you need to learn how to manage a budget perhaps or um, do some content strategy or um, how are you going to become more agile or how are you going to work more closely with sales these are all things that aren't wastes of time that going down the line they're going to have an impact on return mm, yeah exactly and I, I think you made a very good point there in particular about um uh the, the way in which uh you know you you, you can make more curation of of what you have um and finding the value again i mean this article this guy wrote talked about you know creating value-based marketing and the fact that one thing in times of um, constraint where where we have to potentially slow down or take stock more than we otherwise would we're quite often just charging ahead and the next thing the next thing the next thing the next campaign the next um, project and idea um, it's also quite a good time isn't it if, if potentially if you have more time uh, in your team to look back and say well, well what did yield the really good results you know what what was it was it that webinar that we did that was really amazing um, 
why don't we get a transcript of that webinar written up and why don't we try it in different formats why don't we try and cut it and dice yeah. it in different ways why don't we because if it was genuinely you know really effective there's always this this idea that you do me think well, that's great that worked really well brilliant now on to the novel the next the next thing the next thing and you yeah. go well hang on a minute if that worked really well for the audience at the time um if we're trying to reach out to more of the same people surely that's going to work we, you know we've seen it so many times ourselves we're bored with it but actually maybe it's really good so again that looping back to sort of with the budgets looking back with our activities looking back and saying well okay we don't have the luxury to do as much with this as we would want um but or in terms of creating new stuff but we can look at what's what's worked in the past can't we as well i mean we could say that we've last year when we were first developing these handbags we spent quite a lot of money having a video done of of putting together a handbag the detail of the stitching and the dyeing and the packaging it was quite it was a 40 minute video about exactly how you make a handbag and shipping the leather in from afghanistan etc etc it was quite a detailed video and basically what we did is we put that out there as a whole thing and it's just basically sat in a cupboard for some time and you're absolutely right what you should be doing is getting out that 40 minutes and saying look we can do um a a, 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 um, a story here and split it up into 10 minute sections and run we've got all the copy it's brilliant the content's here we're going to do a 10 minute story we're going to do a facebook story about based on this which we've cut up and all of a sudden you'll find that actually having a budget cut makes you as you said exactly much more agile about using what you've already got mm, mm, yeah and, it, and it's it's probably going to be a good news story all around with the others if you say well well you you managed to again tracking what return you get for that then people go wow so you know perhaps not shout about it too much the director minus <laughs> director say it's amazing we do all this cost us hardly anything but of course it always costs something in a business yeah um but but you know, I, but I think that's, that's the beauty, isn't it? You can f find those those moments of, of inspiration and recycling, um, and, and and that's actually fantastic. Because again, it, it should make you stronger for the future, shouldn't it? So in this adversity, you have the opportunity to learn, do more um, in the future, perhaps. And um, so, I guess what we're saying again, really, is just that the, the, there's a balance across the board, isn't there? I mean, definitely don't panic. Don't don't make sweat cut straight across everything, and yeah. just you know, planning, planning, planning is 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 key, isn't it? And and yeah. reverting Absolutely. to that, planning forward from here, no matter what situation you're in. Um, I mean, yeah, quite frankly, no matter what situation you're in, even if it even if it's absolutely kind of, you know, really spongy cuts and it's cutting right back you still need, in fact, you need even more so, you need a really good, clear strategy and a plan, don't no, you? Budget. Absolutely, it's got to become, you've got to, and the budget is the thing that is your strategy. I mean, it, without, a strategy without a budget is like having a car without an engine. Mm. It can be beautiful, it can be really shiny, and have perfect wheel, everything about it is magic, beautiful leather indoors, but only you can sit in, the, in your driveway. And it's a pointless waste of time. So your budget is the most important thing in your job really mm. you've got and that's why you've got to love it because you've got to be comfortable with it it's got it's giving out to you it's like having in a way it's like having a really reliable labrador really it's there with you always it's con it may run off sometimes it may lag behind sometimes but basically it's a really friendly labrador 
that is it'll get on your lap if you want it to and you've just got to make sure it's not snarly it's going to be there yeah yeah that's exactly it. gosh we could like an extended analogy on that about taking it for walk on rainy days and yeah absolutely it and <laughs> take it to the vet occasionally yeah. and, you know, that's the finance department Exactly. Well, we've had we've had dogs, we've had Labrador, we've had uh, pantomimes, we've had uh, we've had rowing boats. I see, it's but, Christmas. Well, it's wonderful, is it? Well, yeah, we've got to get the Christmas um, uh, analysis in, haven't we? Which, uh, which yeah. is great. But, uh, which which reminds me again of what I mentioned at the beginning: the fact that we will have a little sort of um, roundup, won't we? I think of our interviews and some of the best bits, Indeed. useful bits. Uh, yep. Period. So, uh, Christmas I mean, gift even almost certainly has a budget. He couldn't, you know, he's got to get food for those reindeer. Well, it must it must be a, a, a gargantuan, but yeah, and, and, and yeah. my goodness, absolutely. If you didn't have a budget there, then you know you, it's utter chaos, isn't it? Catastrophe, and it's he's got to be pretty agile about it. He's he's a you know he's a, him and Mrs. Santa boy, have they cracked it? Yeah, exactly. Well, that that's a very good um, case study to explore, actually. I think indeed, I do suspect it's all Mrs. Santa because he's too busy going out there ho ho hoing. She's around the back doing the spreadsheet, probably. That's it. He's just the front man. This is it. You know, it's it's, it's all it's all it's all a lie. There's this, you know, this 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 chirpy uh, grin. He's there, and yeah, you know, the real work's going in the background. He's, the elves and Mrs. Santa, they are they're the real heroes here. Yeah, uh, makes a difference. But well, I, I, I suppose we've explored everything we can on uh, on uh, budgets for the time being. Well, there's always more we can explore. We I'm sure that. we'll come back to it because it's so central to all marketing activity. Has budget at its centre. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it'd be quite interesting to sort of, um, you know, uh, I suppose, explore more more of the particular facets of, of of budgets, and then you know, almost a kind of a, a hypothetical look look through the year about you know your, your where, where you're getting to now with your budget yeah, planning that would be and an interesting thing to do. Um, yeah, checking in, and I, I think it'd be interesting to hear from you know anybody who's you know, um, I mean, going through the planning or, or, or their experience of how they first. I think that's one of the most interesting, isn't it? The first time that you actually were faced with like someone saying, right, I need a budget. Yep. And a huge paper yep. goes down your desk and then you have to go, right, uh, <laughs> what, what do we do now? Uh, How is and, this going to work? Exactly. And it's, it's funny really in a way because I guess it, it, there's so many different ways in which people might interpret and actually do the work in a way because there isn't any of that you know, budget kind of boot camp necessarily. I mean, as I say, some places are very well, you know, worked out and they have all these beautiful internal training programs. But let's face it, most small to medium sized no. organizations will have nothing of the sort. And so therefore you almost always inherit, don't you, from your your boss or other well wishers, um, <laughs> you know, uh, what to do. Or perhaps you've just been given a sort of, uh, right, this is your spreadsheet, do it, there you go. Um, now here's but, last but year's budget, just base it on this. Yes, that's it, isn't it? Just that's oh, I'll just base that's on. That's usually the training program. It is, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's really that you know the University of Life, you know, School of Hard Knocks, University of yep. Life kind of thing, isn't it? But but really, there should be. We should start a campaign for better budgeting and marketing, or better training, budget training and marketing. Yep. And, you know, maybe, and maybe there's something. Ought to, there needs to be. We ought to start a campaign about how to make friends with a spreadsheet, because part yeah. of it is that people are frightened of it, or they think if they press the wrong button, they're going to delete everything. Yes, yes. And, and, you know, spreadsheets can be really friendly. They can. They're really cool. I think the latest um, Excel spreadsheets now with the little ideas tab, that is very exciting. The, the AI integrations, I find yep. that thrilling now when I sort of just do, doing some data down there thinking, oh, how can I represent this? And then the ideas thing goes, hey, 
I've got an idea, and then oof, it does it all for you. I mean, it absolutely. It's extraordinary, wonderful. and it'll display it better, and then it'll suddenly say, "Oh, look! I think if you added that to that, that would make a good new column. Let's put a new column in here." And you think, "Lordy, yes! Why don't we?" Yeah, yeah exactly. And that's the thing; it's becoming it's becoming more and more helpful, more easier and easier yep. every year that goes on, isn't it? That goes by, yep. which is which is wonderful, actually. Oh, eventually um, we won't have to do it at all. We can just say to our computers, "Please set the budget," and off it'll go. Just run away and then go and have an awkward conversation with finance for me you know <laughs> <laughs> yes. explain explain this underspend and you know like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. so but no it's the thing isn't it it's, it's not to be afraid it's yep. to be positive it's to be it's to yep. be logical um and yeah telling a good story again i think actually telling yeah, a good if you keep an eye on it it is extremely unlikely almost impossible that your marketing budget will go wrong that's it, isn't it? You know, you and you feel in control. You feel you feel on top of it. Yeah. Which is what we all want, really, isn't it? In the yep, day. Exactly. Anyway. Um, but uh, well, I suppose we we better wrap up there. I think our time is up with uh, the budgets, but we will return. We will return yep. to budgets. We definitely will do that, and, and it'll be very good fun. So uh, yes, uh, well, thank you very much, everyone. Uh, thank you, Sally. It was a fascinating. Conversation. No, thank you, Sam. Thank you. It was delicious. Thank you very much once again, everyone, for listening to the budgeting uh, episode of Marketing Meanders today. And uh, we're back again very shortly with some, some new content. We'll be looking at uh, marketing automation. And uh, also, we will be considering the politics of marketing. Uh, so how do you navigate the politics in your organization or perhaps a, a small business, um, particularly from the marketing standpoint? How can we make life easier? for everyone and uh, sharing some of our experiences in that uh, that domain um, so listen out for that if as ever you want to get in touch with us it's at meanderspod on twitter and uh, we'd love to hear from you it'd be great to uh, to have some conversations with some people uh, about what you're you're facing at the moment as the new year kicks in and as we look ahead to the rest of this well <laughs> a very uncertain year um, so please do feel free to get in touch thanks very much everyone see you soon bye for now